What is going on, everybody, and welcome in to Cold Front Daily. I'm your host, Dan Kelly. I work with the Cold Front Report. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Cold Front Report. We're on our website, coldfrontreport.com. So we do here is we talk the latest bills, news, transactions, rumors, draft talk, all that good stuff. Also cover league-wide news. So to start off today, we have some transactions to go over. Uh, Cordero Patterson, who was said to be one of the Bills' interests in free agency. I'm not sure if that diminished after the signing of Emmanuel Sanders, but he has signed with the Atlanta Falcons. It's a one-year, $3 million contract. We all know uh, Patterson is mostly a kick returner, punt returner, both. Uh, he also plays a little bit of receiver, but he's a, he's a specialist for sure. Um, Alden Smith signs with the Seattle Seahawks. They uh, bring back Dunlap and now bring in Alden Smith, who played with the uh, Cowboys last year. And then the Steelers re-sign uh, their linebacker, Vince Williams, who is the brother of former Bills running back Carlos Williams. He's going to remain in Pittsburgh for another season. Um, other than that, there's some more Deshaun Watson news. Uh, the number went down from... 22 to 21 yesterday, and then today it went back up to 22. 22 women accusing the quarterback of sexual assault. Again, all accusations, all allegations at this point. And um, that situation is going to be developing for a long, long period of time. I believe it is time for another mock draft, guys. You know, we took a break from that, but um, let's go back into it and see what what the experts are thinking about now with where we're at. Um, only a few weeks out from the draft. So, number one, uh, who do you guys think it is? Do you think it's Justin Fields? Do you think it's Zach Wilson? No, it's neither of them. It's Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's going to be very interesting to see um, how that shakes out because when you're the worst team in football and you get the number one overall pick, sometimes it's a really quick turnaround depending on how your player develops. And um, Lawrence is expected to be the next the next best thing. So we're going to have to see how Jacksonville does. They're in a tough division with the um, Colts, Texans, and Titans. You know, maybe not the Texans so much anymore, but the Colts are scary, and the Titans have been perennial playoff contenders for the past three or four seasons now. So it's not going to get any easier for the lowly Jaguars. Next up at number two, the New York Jets, of course, with the trade of Sam Darnold, it is expected for them to go quarterback. Uh, here it's Zach Wilson out of BYU, who I believe is being mocked the most and being spoke about the most. Again, we're not sure exactly what these teams are going to do, but we have a pretty good inkling that the first two picks are set in stone at this point. And this, this mock draft is brought to you by NFL.com's Charlie Casserly, who is a former GM in the league and now an NFL.com analyst. At number three, the 49ers, the quarterback train keeps coming. This time, Mac Jones out of Alabama. Uh, not sure why this isn't Justin Fields. We've, we've spoken a lot about 
what the 49ers are going to do here. All we know is it's going to be quarterback. We're not sure exactly who they're interested in yet. But here it is Mac Jones, the quarterback out of Alabama. At number four, the Atlanta Falcons and its tight end Kyle Pitts out of Florida. Apparently the most talented player in the draft, according to some. Um, I think a team really has to use him correctly and have a good scheme set up for him to succeed. You know, how often does a tight end really change the complexity of your team? I think you can tell me that, you know, the 49ers did it with George Kittle and the Chiefs did it with Travis Kelsey. But other than that, I don't know if there's really a, a tight end that changes the entire game. I mean, Gronkowski, of course, back in his Patriot days. But I don't know if this is the right situation for Pitts. I, and I do think Atlanta has the possibility of trading down, depending on what happens in the top three. Uh, number five, Cincinnati Bengals here. It's Panay Sewell, the offensive tackle out of Oregon. Um Based on what's happened so far in this mock draft, I could see this happening. I've also seen Kyle Pitts go to the Bengals in, in some mock drafts. But here it's Sewell. It, yeah, protecting Burrow is the way to go, especially after an injury ended his rookie campaign fairly early. Number six, Miami Dolphins. This is one that we'll all be looking out for. And here it's Jamar Chase, the wide receiver out of LSU. Yeah, I mean – I feel like Miami is going to target a receiver, no matter who that be, Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith. It's kind of known that they're going receiver. We just don't know which one they prefer. It's kind of like San Francisco at three, that we, we're pretty sure they're going quarterback, almost, almost definitely, but we just don't know who. Number seven here, Detroit Lions. It's Devontae Smith, the Heisman winner. Wide receiver out of Alabama. The only knock on him, of course, being his size. Uh, small, small guy. He uh, has measurables that you can compare to Tyreek Hill. Not sure he's going to have a career like Tyreek Hill has had so far. But it would be um, very necessary for a team like Detroit, who now has a new starting quarterback in Jared Goff, get him a young player, a dominant guy who he can trust on the outside. Of course, that being after the departure of Kenny Galladay. Here at eight, the Carolina Panthers take Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern, the offensive tackle. Um, I've seen Slater and Sewell kind of swap positions in these mock drafts. Some people like Slater better. Some people like Sewell better. It all depends on um, what you what you prefer. Like, do you want to bet on the future or do you want to bet on the now? And if you want to bet on the now, it's Rashawn Slater. And if you want to bet on the future, it's said to be Panay Sewell. So Carolina gets an offensive tackle to block for Sam Darnold. At number nine, the Denver Broncos here, it's Micah Parsons, the linebacker out of Penn State. He had a crazy combine, and that combine a, a pro day at uh, Penn State where um, he seemed to be slipping down the board in earlier mock drafts, like going to 15 and into the 20s sometimes. But now I think he's cemented himself as a top 10 pick. If it's Denver, I think it works well. You know, Vic, Vic Fangio has done a great job with defense. So pairing him with Von Miller and – letting him learn from guys like that for, for a little while 
could be very beneficial to his career. At number 10, we have the Dallas Cowboys, and it's Patrick Sertan, first cornerback off the board here out of Alabama. It makes sense. They need help uh, along with Trayvon Diggs. So that is the top 10 from Charlie Cassidy. And, of course, we're going to do what we usually do and skip over to pick number 30, which is the Buffalo Bills. And here it is Tyson Campbell, cornerback out of Georgia. Uh, This is the first time I'm hearing his name, Tyson Campbell. So let's take a look at what he did with the Georgia Bulldogs last year. Let's take a look here. Tyson Campbell in the first round. I mean, it's the end of the first round. It's almost the second round. So in 2020, Tyson Campbell had 26 total tackles, 17 solo, one interception, four passes deflected. And in 2018 and 2019, he had no interceptions. Four passes deflected one year, one pass deflected another. I would have to look at some tape to um, be able to tell you anything special about this guy. He's six foot two, 185. That's bigger for a cornerback. But um, we would have to go through the rest of this mock draft to see who came off the board and who else is available which we'll be doing within these next um, few days probably, especially tomorrow, it being Mock Draft Friday. But I do expect Buffalo to address the defense in the draft just with what they did in free agency, bringing back all those starters on the offense and, of course, a new punter. If you guys didn't see, the numbers were announced for the uh, wave of free agents that just arrived in Buffalo. We can go over those very quickly. Um, I know Mitch Trubisky is going to be wearing number eight. I do not have everybody else's. Emmanuel Sanders is going to be wearing number 10. Okay, here we go. So Matt Hawk, the punter that came in, is wearing number three. Mitch Trubisky, again, going to be wearing number eight. Emmanuel Sanders, number 10. Powell, number 18. Matt Breida is taking... Fred Jackson's 22. Adams is wearing 50. Lee is 52. Hart, the uh, right tackle, 68. Douglas is wearing 77, that being formerly uh, Cordy Glenn's number. Hollister, the tight end, is wearing 80. And then Ifa Obata with number 93. Uh, if you ask me, the only number that I kind of have a problem with is 22. I I don't like seeing other players wear 22 ever since Fred Jackson. I think he was uh, a vital piece of this team, uh, a fan favorite, a guy who was here for a long time. He was, he was loyal to Buffalo, and um, I'm not a fan of seeing other people wear his number. It would be like if somebody came in wearing 95, that being uh, Kyle Williams' number, of course. But guys, it's a slow news day today, so that's going to be all I have for you. This is Cold Front Daily. Be sure to check out the Cold Front Report on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. There's a live stream going right now on YouTube. Be sure to check it out. Um, Website, coldfrontreport.com. Always great articles up over there. I'm Dan Kelly, and that's all I have for you guys today. Peace out, my friends.